Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay as long as you can. You can listen a variety of ways. You can watch on Peacock. You can download the app. Watch for free. You can listen on the radio affiliates around the country, numbering nearly 400. That includes Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio. We have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. Joe LaCava, who is the caddy for Tiger Woods, will join us coming up next hour. Get his thoughts on that emotional British Open and walking up the 18th with Tiger. Uh, what kind of odds did he think they had to win that when they started? And when did he get the feeling that Tiger was pretty much there as just a ceremonial golfer? So Joe will join us coming up a little bit later on. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day, always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. A lot of great T-shirts, pennies, bang, biscuits. Go to danpatrick.com and go to town. Have fun. A lot of sales going on there as well, but uh, you start with uh, danpatrick.com. James Harden took a lot of heat over the last couple of months, the all-star Looked out of shape during the season. Performance in the playoffs, underwhelming. And he was a free agent in the offseason. He ended that yesterday. He agreed to a two-year, $68 million contract. And really, this is a one-year deal. The way I look at it, it's a one-year deal. And I know a lot of people have looked at this, the analyst, and say, well, he's helping out the 76ers. You know how you could help out the 76ers? Show up in shape. I, the money, great. Who are you going to go get? Because you're going to save them money. Who are you bringing in? I want you in shape. You're 32. He's going to be 33 before the season starts. You're the third option now, in my opinion, behind Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. 
Now what are you going to do? Because has anybody been affected more by a rule change than James Harden? Can't draw those cheap fouls anymore, and he doesn't have that explosive step. I mean, this has really slowed him down and made him, you know, a good player. But he's not that guy who's going to get you 30 a night. So he turned down a $47 million player option with the 76ers. He's still getting just $33 million next season. And a lot of people have accused Harden of being self-serving. He's a three-time scoring champ, but the extra cash may allow the Sixers to continue to fill out that roster. And got to factor in, Celtics got better in the offseason. Miami's not done, or at least they're still trying to get Kevin Durant. You know Milwaukee's going to be there again. You got to keep up with everybody. And the Sixers are a good team, uh, potentially a very good team. Do I think they're better than the Celtics and the Heat and the Bucks? I don't. But James Harden, show up in shape. A hometown, uh, hometown discount is nice, but I'd rather you uh, push yourself away from the hometown buffet and come in oh. in shape. Okay. Hometown Buffet. Uh, yes. New sponsor? Yeah. All right. I've been to Hometown uh, Buffet. Really? Yes, I have. What's the story there? I've seen the commercials. Uh, you just go in in your hometown and have a buffet. <laughs> That's it. You can go nuts in there, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah. It's weird when you go to a buffet because you almost feel obligated to eat more. I don't know what it is where you go, sure, Jello, a couple of scoops there. Like there's stuff that you have that you would never have. Yes, Tony. Not just eat more, the kinds of combination of things that you end up throwing on your plate where you got like a steak and pudding next to it or something like that. It just gets really weird. You're an expert on I'm this. Sure yes, you are. Like a chicken with a slice of pizza on top of mashed potatoes. What's happening over there? Five minutes into the show, and Fritzy is, is helping us. We appreciate that. This is early for you. Yeah. Yes, wow. Paul. There was this place in Chicago back in the day called Shakey's Pizza, and you walked in. It was like a pizza buffet. So you know how you order pizza, you can get your toppings. This had like eight different pizzas, so you could get a couple of pepperoni, a couple of sausages. They should do more of that. Yes, he. You ever been to one of those restaurants? I think there's like some sushi places, but there you sit down at the bar and things just go by you yes. on a conveyor, conveyor belt, belt, and you just take them off? Yes. You've been to one? Of, I've never yes. been to that. I went to one in New York. I think it was called East. And I, we would take our kids there. And it was fascinating because it would just come by on it, just kept coming around on a conveyor belt. So I was with um, somebody who, a notable actor, and I said, uh, Hey, I got this great place because we were in New York. And I thought, Wow, this be fun. Take this person, go have sushi. We get over there, it had been closed down, like health code violations or something. I went, um, oh. no, I don't think this is it. And then he goes, what well, says, you know, the name up there? I go, no, nah, different location. I'm thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Paul. There used to be a place, you may have heard of this dance, but before your time as well, in the 50s, called Automat. And mm. especially in New York, they would have conveyor belts with food, and then they had an area where, like, a wall of refrigerated areas, and you go and get your hamburger or cheeseburger so there's no waiters or waitresses. Also, you eat far more sushi when it's on a conveyor belt because you're going, oh, that looks pretty good. I mean, it it's really ingenious when you think about it. It's like we're going to put it on there, and it travels around, and uh, you see something, you go, hmm, I'll try that. You just take it off the plate, and then they come back at the end, and then they just tabulate the uh, the color of your plate that tells you how much that 
piece of sushi was. Yeah, Paul. Do you remember that place we went to around the Super Bowl? Call it was like a beer place in Venice, California, where you got a little chip and a glass, and you went and there's like thirty oh, beers, yes. Yes. and you just you could sample a beer, you could pour a full full pint. Beach and Brew. Beach I and Brew. Was. Beach and Brew. Yeah, that was right down the street from uh, Venice Beach. That was good. Yeah, you got that little bracelet, and yeah. then it was like, oh, we're drinking for free. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I know. That's what it felt like. I asked them to put a chip in me for future visits. <laughs> yeah. And they had all of these taps. They even had wine up there. And then all you do is you show your bracelet there, and then all of a sudden it allowed you to do a pour. And then you pay at the end. It's great. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Until I got the bill at the very end. I went, man, <laughs> oh. damn, you guys, you guys drank a lot of beer there. Just 37 hazy IPAs. What the hell? <laughs> That's fun time. And Fritzy goes, uh, they don't have Mountain Dew tap here. I got bummed about that, but I tried a couple of the beers. Yeah, you did. There. I get excited about the frozen yogurt places when you can kind of do the same thing with like 20 different flavors of ice cream and yogurt. And you're throwing M&Ms and peanut butter cups on it. And all of a sudden you want to know why it's 3612 for your cup that they're weighing. Wait, is it unlimited yogurt? Oh, yeah, you, you put as much as you want in this cup, but then you have to pay for it. They oh, weigh oh, it, oh. and they, whatever toppings you add, and you fill everything up, and the next thing you know, it's like 33 bucks. That's where they get you when, they, when you weigh it. Oh, you got to yeah. put it on the scale. Oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. Shouldn't have put so many gummy bears on there. <laughs> Shouldn't they weigh you before you go in and then weigh you after? <laughs> and, and what if you guessed your weight or, or they guessed your weight or something where you had, I don't know. That would be a fun game. There. You get like 20% off or something. Uh, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how, with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And that's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Watch uh, some of the SPs last night. Uh, Maura Mant, uh, who passed away a couple of years ago, she was a brilliant producer with the SPs, and, and she changed sort of the structure, the feeling, the tone of the ESPYs. And every time I watch, I, I can't help but think of what she meant to that show because she would get Aaron Rodgers, she would get Peyton Manning, she could call up anybody, and they would they would show up at the ESPYs. Peyton was there. We had a, a memorial for um, Maura Mant in New York, and Peyton came in. It was on a Monday night. He had to do the Monday night broadcast, the Manning cast, and he came in and gave a speech, uh, you know, a, a eulogy for Maura Mant. But watching last night, uh, there's some fun moments there. They do a great job when they look at the serious side of sports or who they're honoring, the Pat Tillman Award last night. And uh, I thought Steph Curry did a good job there. You know, that's a tall task. Um you know, the thing that's tricky when you're delivering jokes is the delivery. And Steph Curry's not used to a delivery where you sort of milk it a little bit and then you deliver the hammer there. Now, Steph sort of got that delivery. It's a little bit more like that, where you got to you gotta step it up if you're going to land the punch there. This is what he had to say about LeBron James. LeBron James, he hosted the, uh, this award show back in 2007 after losing in the NBA Finals. <laughs> so, yes, uh, you guessed it. This, uh, this feels better. This feels better. <laughs> Held up his championship ring. I like that. Yeah, Paul? There's not even any joke with that joke. That's just saying, like, <laughs> he, he lost, I won, and I'm here. <laughs> he had this to say about the Lakers last night. 
Super Bowl champions. I know that sounds great. I know that sounds great. Uh, it was it was so inspiring watching y'all play, watching y'all win a Super Bowl. Watching oh wait, y'all no, celebrate. no, no. That that's Tom Brady. I need the uh, where he makes fun of the Lakers. No, that is the the punchline is at the end. Oh, I thought that this was Brady. So that okay, here do, we go. Do you want the Brady one or the Lakers? No, we'll do the Lakers one. My bad. Super Bowl champions. I know that sounds great. I know that sounds great. Uh, it was it was so inspiring watching y'all play, watching y'all win a Super Bowl, watching y'all celebrate, and it's just inspiring to see that strategy of you know buying old superstars pay off for a local team around here. Okay, that's a big wind up. Yeah, that yeah that, that was a big wind up. Maybe not a fastball. I see why you thought it was yeah. a different joke. Yeah. <laughs> what if you were to follow up again? I was trying to tell you that the Lakers are no good. Yeah. You know, they got they got Russ. Let me explain this to you. You got Russ, they got LeBron. Never mind. How about that Tom Brady and why he came back to football? After celebrating three kids' birthdays in two weeks, I finally understand why Tom Brady keeps coming back to work. But relaxation sometimes is exhausting. So uh, Tom Brady, speaking of, he's, he's the only guy I know on earth who'd rather get hit by Aaron Donald than hang out with a supermodel. <laughs> we all make choices. Sometimes you don't understand some of them. So. All right. So uh, the ESPYs last night, it's all over. Now baseball starts, second half of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo is allowed to seek a trade. Now keep this in mind. Jimmy Garoppolo and his agent have been working on seeking a trade. They had to get official clearance, medical clearance, and it feels like, you know, the timing as they go into training camp, getting ready to start training camp, what's the market for Jimmy Garoppolo. We'll take a break. We'll talk about this. What are the possible landing spots for Jimmy Garoppolo? Because you know what? As people always remind me, hey, Dan, all he does is win. Does all he does is win on good teams? Does he win or do the teams win? I mean, you played for the Niners, good team. Played for the Patriots, good team. All he does is win. Okay. Well, then there should be a lot of teams that want a guy who all he does is win. Coming off the shoulder surgery, boy, that is really tricky. And it feels like, and if anybody's ever had shoulder surgery, you know what I'm talking about that just getting back to whatever is normal is hard for the regular person. And going through rehab, uh, now you have a quarterback trying to do that and being able to be better or as good as you were, and that's why it's always tricky. When it comes to a quarterback having shoulder surgery, that's not like, hey, I'm going in for knee surgery. That's, that's not like any other surgery for a quarterback. The shoulder, they have not mastered that at all. The Buccaneers got a tight end, a new tight end, and it's Kyle Rudolph. I love the move. He's 32. The guy scores touchdowns. He doesn't drop balls. Great in the red red zone. And uh, we're also finding out how much Germany loves football. We'll talk about that coming up as well. Settle on a poll question. Your phone call is always welcome. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Discover the Discover credit card, and what you'll discover is customer service. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have somebody who, like a real person, answer the phones. 
human being who actually understands your issues, works to resolve them. Somebody with a knack for helping others. Somebody with a pulse. In other words, don't want a robot. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based reps available 24-7. It's called live customer service. Emphasis is on the word live. Discover exceptionally common sense. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Seton's responsibility today, well, amongst other things, coming up with a poll question. Do you have one, Seton? I do. Actually, Paul is always great about sending in some poll questions. Oh, too. okay. Um, here's one from him. Okay. Uh, the 49ers won a lot because of Jimmy Garoppolo or with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hmm. Okay, Paulie would like to explain. I notice a lot of sports shows saying Jimmy Garoppolo, all he does is win. All he does is win. He, his, his record in the regular season is this and this, blah, 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 blah. It feels like he had a very talented 49ers team around him, but great defense, a good running game, good right. receivers, et cetera, et cetera. Is he the reason they win, or is he on the team that, and he plays nicely and they win? Well, why don't we test this? Why don't we put him on the Lions and see if all he does is win? Yeah, do they, are they now 7-10 uh, and 10 instead of? Uh, Regular season quarterback rating of just under 99. TD to interception ratio, 71 touchdowns, 38 interceptions. Those are really good numbers. Postseason, quarterback rating, 74. Touchdown to interception ratio is four touchdowns, six interceptions. All each. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. I don't know if Pro Football Focus or Fox or the Mothership have stats on who were the best three-quarter quarterbacks in the NFL and then the best fourth quarter. You know, we, we do focus on the fourth quarter, but it feels like there are a lot of really good quarterbacks or quarterbacks who are really good the first three quarters of a game, and then you get to the fourth quarter. Russell Wilson, famously, like first three quarters, seems like he's pedestrian. Fourth quarter, it's like, Russ, how about some magic? Why don't you start cooking here? How many guys do you look at? Now, I'll just say fourth quarter because two minutes to go, ball in their hands. Who do you look at and you go, "Uh uh-oh, we're done. You know, Tom Brady, you start with him. Russell Wilson is on that short list. Josh Allen is getting there. Aaron Rodgers, you would put on that list. Mahomes you're going to put on there. Like they, it feels like there's a group of about seven quarterbacks where you go, I feel really comfortable with that quarterback. Now, you may not feel the same about Aaron Rodgers, fourth quarter or final drive in the playoffs. But the other quarterbacks, I feel pretty confident. I've said all along that when I watch Russell Wilson, and I'll go back to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, he was the best player on the field. They lost that game when he threw the interception. But up until that point, I didn't think the Patriots had any any idea how to stop him. He was that good. Uh, Brady, obviously, is still doing it at a very high level. I mentioned that they have signed uh, Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph is going to sign a one-year deal. Now, they probably went to Gronk and said, hey, last call. Last call. I mean, we really mean this is the last call. Do you want to? Okay, you're retired. All right, let's sign Kyle Rudolph. Now, that doesn't mean Gronk can't come back second half of the season, go into the playoffs. Kyle Rudolph entered the league in 2011. He has 49 touchdowns, 
the uh, only tight ends with more touchdowns over that time frame are Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham, and Travis Kelsey. Over the last seven seasons, no quarterback has thrown more touchdown passes to tight ends than Tom Brady has. If you're Tampa and you didn't have Tom Brady, would you be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo? And that would make sense. But I'm going to guess Tom probably said, uh, hey, I know we have the same agent. I don't think I want Jimmy uh, backing me up. We already did that before. If Tom had stayed retired, I could imagine that Tampa Bay would have been high on that priority list. I guess if you look at Seattle, Will they trade him within the division? I'm guessing that the Niners will or would to Seattle. Uh, Cleveland, I thought, if Deshaun Watson was going to get an entire season, maybe you bring him in. He's under contract for one year. You're going to play with a really good team. And then maybe, you know, you audition for your next job. But really, you're at the crossroads here because we're going to start looking at Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he a backup quarterback? He's not cheap. Is he still a starting quarterback? And with that shoulder, just how good is he going to be? Yes, Paul. Chris Sims had his quarterback ranking that came out a month ago. Where would you guess that Chris Sims had Garoppolo ranked? Well, all he does is win. So based off that, you would think he's a pretty highly rated quarterback, at least in the top 15. I'm going to say 29th. Oh, not that bad. He has Garoppolo as the 20th ranked quarterback. Okay. Behind Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. Hmm. Kirk Cousins. All he does is help his team win. How about that? Maybe we modify that. Yes, he. But ultimately, isn't that really what you want him to do, Dan? Yeah. Help your team win. <laughs> Todd, that for some reason with Jimmy G, it's a negative, but yes, that's what we want him to do. Do we say that about any other quarterback? All he does is win. He doesn't win. He just helps <laughs> them win. Okay. Kirk Cousins. All he does is help you win. Well, it's a it's a sliding scale somewhere between help you win, help you lose. Okay. Dak Prescott, all he does is win? Who else is on that list of all he does is win? Who hasn't won anything yet? <laughs> That's the other caveat here, that yeah. all they do is win, except they haven't won anything yet. Yeah. Of importance. Yes. Yet. Yes. Yes. yes Paul. Have the Vikings won a playoff game since Kirk Cousins joined the team? I think they made the playoffs once. With him, but I don't even know if they won the playoff game. They made one playoff in his four years with the team. And keep in mind that it's now come out that his head coach didn't even like him. Mike Zimmer didn't even like Kirk Cousins. So you got a coach who doesn't like you, but now Mike Zimmer's out of there, and now we're going to see the real Kirk D. Cousins take over. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is free to try to negotiate, uh, seek a trade. I don't know who the team is. But this, you know, the discussions have been going on for quite some time because the Niners knew and Garoppolo knew they'd eventually get to this point where, all right, we're keeping Trey Lance. And uh, and, and that says a lot about Trey Lance, that if you're going to let Garoppolo go, because I would keep him as a $30 million insurance policy with Trey Lance. But I just don't know which team would go Jimmy Garoppolo, because if you're Garoppolo, you want to go in and you want to play. 
But at this stage of the season, preseason, what team can you go in unless it's Seattle? Because Cleveland, Cleveland is getting the feeling that Deshaun Watson's going to be suspended for probably eight games or less. Yeah, Paul. I have a couple teams I'll suggest. And okay. You poo-poo or, poo-poo or don't poo-poo. All right. New segment. Poo-poo. Um, if the Browns find out in the next few days that Deshaun Watson will not play for them this season, would you make a shot at Garoppolo? You have a quality team. Yeah. Yeah. For one year? Yeah, I would. He's an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. Yes. How about this? The Philadelphia Eagles, which a lot of people are. I'd rather have Gardner Minshew. Wow. That's hot take. I, I think Gardner Minshew is vastly underrated. His stats have been very good. I like him a lot. He's not afraid. And, and he's a good story. It's just. It felt like he always, you know, fell through the cracks there. Yes, uh, Morph. What if you take off his mustache? What mm. if you shave it off? What do you think about him now? Um, would we take him a little bit more seriously? I think it's a fair point. Yeah, Paul. How about this team, the Miami Dolphins? Ooh. People are down on their quarterback. Last chance. A lot of talent. Young talent under contract. Mm. Jimmy's, he looks like he should be in South Beach, looks-wise. Easy transition, Mm -hmm. looks-wise. And sometimes that's the hardest part is, you know, transitioning into a place where you look like you belong. But Tua, you know, people have said this is his last year. Okay, do you want that? You've already put the pressure on Tua. Do I want to add more pressure by bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo? Who's Miami's backup quarterback? Is it? Like Chad Henney or somebody? I the same thing. <laughs> Matt Moore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is it one of those guys that you don't know what they look like? Yes, Todd. Teddy B is part of that group. Oh, Teddy is Teddy Bridgewater's backup? Tyler Thompson also listed as a Oh, QB okay. My guy, Teddy Bridgewater. All right. I could see it, but hmm. I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater who's already there, then bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. You, you've said you, you would rather have Teddy Bridgewater and Gardner <laughs> Minshew than Jimmy Garoppolo the past five minutes. So what do you think of Jimmy Garoppolo? Not much. All he does is win, Paul. Yeah. That's all I know. He's like a, a Rotten Tomatoes review where the public loves it and the reviewers hate him. Well, he looks like a quarterback who would play a quarterback in a movie. And I think we sometimes give credit to somebody like, man, he looks like a man, he, that good-looking quarterback right there. Got to admit, Jimmy G would look pretty good in the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> got to admit. Oh, you see him in teal? Oh, those whites? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Popping yeah. candy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Mark. Speaking of a team that should do throwback uniforms, when they put like the Dan Marino era Ooh. jersey Ooh. on Jimmy G with that number 10 just sparkling. I don't think Marino would allow that. Huh? It'd be like, nope, we're not going to let you try to upstage me with Jimmy G. <laughs> no. <laughs> He has it in his contract. You yes. might have a better-looking quarterback. You're not allowed to have a better-looking quarterback oh, than me. Didn't know that. I mean, that's why the Dolphins have struggled, you know, because they'll look at a good-looking quarterback and they go, I can't bring him in. It's too good-looking. Yep, too good-looking. Yeah, yeah, Paul. And Dan Marino's hair is underrated, especially early Dan Marino. Really great curls. Yeah. Underrated hair. When he was at Pitt. Oh. Yeah, good moss. Yeah. And he still looks good. Yeah. You see him and he's like, damn, that's Dan Marino. It still looks like he's, you know, right out of central casting. Yeah, Paul. Every time we have Dan Marino in studio at the Super Bowl, I'm sitting usually near Seton. Oh, and he does oh, a thing. He goes, hey, dude, 
That's Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino. Right I know. He says his whole name. Dan Marino. Hey. Sitting right right there. Right there, yeah. Dan, Dan Marino. Dude, one time we, uh, man, were we in Phoenix, maybe? I forget where, but I went back to the, the hotel, and I was having lunch at the hotel bar. And it was one of those, like, inside-outside kind of bars where some people were sitting outside, and Dan Marino came, like, with some other random dude and ate lunch right across the bar from me. And I was, like, just sat basically <laughs> staring at him the whole time. Giddy. You're fanboying. Uh, that's, uh, sir, you haven't touched your lunch. Huh? Can you send this drink over to Dan? <laughs> Tell him it's from me. Yes, Mark. The way they feel about Dan Marino is the way I felt about Chris Webber the first time I saw him. My first favorite athlete ever, and I was like, "Man, you were so man. You're really handsome in person too." Man, I wore black socks because of you I, and I wore baggy, baggy <laughs> shorts just like for you. Yeah. I loved Michigan as a yeah. Oh. Hi, Chris. <laughs> yes, Paul. Remember the uh, the Miami Super Bowl when we were at the beach, and all of a sudden this big black SUV pulls up. And the door opens up, and there, a man gets out with blonde hair, very tan, black shirt, black shoes, black glasses, and it was Trey Aikman. I turned oh. to see, and I go, "Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne." You yeah. know, we we're like, <laughs> he, he came out of the truck. Yeah, it was yeah, great. like Johnny Cash just pulled up. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, Doug in uh, North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, I'm, can you explain something to me? I was always under the impression if you're a general manager of a team. That and you want to you want to make a trade? I would call you up and uh, I'd say, Dan, I'll give you this guy for that guy. And if we agreed, we'd call the commissioner's office. But with Jimmy and before that with Tyreek Hill, the verbiage has been the team has given the agent permission to seek a trade. So I'm, how does that work? Are they given parameters of what they want in return and what teams they can deal with? I, I'm a little confused by this language. Um, I I think what you're trying to do is. Give the team options. So you go out, and this way you can say to Jimmy Garoppolo or his agent, where do you want to go? Now bring us back an offer. Instead of, now normally a team shops a player, but unless they're empowering Jimmy and uh, Don Yee, his agent, to go, tell us where you want to go. We appreciate everything you've done for us. And then come back and see, let's see if we can make a deal. So I think they're trying to give him a a, um, a landing spot. You know, go back to what happened with the Patriots. Belichick reportedly didn't want him to go to the Cleveland Browns because he didn't like the Browns organization. He had coached there, didn't trust the Browns, loved Jimmy G. Then he gets old of Kyle Shanahan, and he basically hand-delivers Jimmy G to Kyle Shanahan. Knowing that Shanahan, great offensive mind, Jimmy G will be in good hands there. And they got a second-round draft pick for him. I don't know if you can get a second-round draft pick. I know there was talk earlier uh, in the summer that you know they were looking for a couple of second-round draft picks, and I thought, you're going to be lucky to get one second-round draft pick for Jimmy Garoppolo, and you're coming off shoulder surgery. But I guess you're trying to do what's best for him, but also it eventually comes back to the Niners going, um, that's not good enough, or we need more for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrea in New Jersey. Hi, Andrea. I hope I answered your question, Doug. Uh, hi, Andrea. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. And happy Meat Friday Eve to mm. the Danettes and mm. the BRGs. Mm. And, of course, a giant shout-out to Chat Row. Mm. Uh, two thoughts, Dan. 
First, as a lifelong Niners fan, I got to admit I'm a bit torn about this whole Jimmy G news. I really like the guy, but I also really worry about a QB who runs so much. It's, it's really the same reason I soured on cap. A QB is supposed to throw and then occasionally scramble and not constantly run. And that's how the injuries pile up. So I'm kind of torn on that. Well, I also thought Jimmy G felt a little fragile, that he would get nicked up a lot. But he's not a runner like Kaepernick's a runner. But here's the problem with a quarterback who's not necessarily a runner but gets hit. You, he doesn't avoid the hits. You know, quarter, There's nothing wrong with going down in the fetal position. It used to be in the old days where you got to stand in there and take it like a man. Okay, when you're picking up your teeth, uh, you know, then you're going, ah, maybe not. I'd rather not. Yeah. Like Peyton Manning would just go down in a fetal position. That's okay. Brady would do that. Uh, Brett Favre went down in a fetal position when Michael Strahan, you know, broke the uh, all-time record. That's what concerns me about Josh Allen. There are certain times when you go, don't take on these defensive players. I understand if there's a moment in the playoffs, if there's a run, you're going to extend a play, extend a drive. I get all that, but... I don't, I don't look at Jimmy G as a runner. You know, sometimes what you do is you go through your progressions, and then you just bring the ball down, and maybe you don't go through all your progressions because you get happy feet back there. And Steve Young brought this up to me uh, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. He would go back to pass. He would look one way. That's it. He'd take off and run. And he said he learned how to become, become a Hall of Fame quarterback because he would go through his progressions. And therefore, he wasn't running as much. But he was completing almost 70% of his passes. And that's what you want these young quarterbacks to understand. Run when you need to. Slide when you need to. Run out of bounds when you need to. Go in a fetal position instead of taking a hard sack. You got It's self-preservation there. And a lot of these quarterbacks, you know, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, he won, if, if he threw a pick, he wanted to tackle you. He wanted contact. Yeah, I'm pulling. Josh Allen last year is actually running more. He had 122 rushing attempts, yeah. and uh, he ran for six yards a carry. He had six touchdowns. He ran for, Josh Allen ran for 763 yards. Quietly oh. ran for 700 yeah, yards. Yeah, and he's a, people consider him a classic drop-back passer. There's no, I don't know if there's ever been a guy like that who's both the big-armed, huge pocket guy also could run for 800 yards well randall cunningham wasn't a pocket guy had the strongest arm in the league and was a brilliant great runner but you know josh allen is more of a the quintessential pocket quarterback but it feels like you know justin herbert has that ability to be able to run but man i i'm sure the chargers caution him of pick your moments and slide these guys who don't know how to slide or don't slide or slide late, just look at Brady. That, that's all. I mean, Brady will get contact on a, a quarterback sneak, but that's about it. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with throwing it away because we get caught up in the stats. You know, what's my completion percentage? What's my QBR? Yes, yeah, Those Josh Allen running numbers, that's like almost top 10 all time. 
by a quarterback. That's like up there with like Cam and Lamar and Michael Vick and you know big names like that. You think of run first. Yeah. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, Seaton's right. When you get out of that 600-yard mark, that doesn't happen that often, especially with guys that, you know, not pure runners like Vic. I'm okay with Lamar Jackson rushing for 1,000 yards. I would prefer that Josh Allen is not rushing for 800 yards. Like, they're winning, but that's long-term. I mean, short-term, hey, we're winning. I got to think about a 10-year period here with Josh Allen. All right, we'll take a break. We've got our play of the day coming up and uh, more of your phone calls. We'll talk to Tiger Woods caddy, Joe LaCava. He'll join us in about a half hour from now. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Check this out. Rios scores! Level at one, and listen to this crowd. What a night to remember. If you are a member of this Charlotte FC team, it's staff, a supporter. That's uh, Charlotte FC ends up defeating Chelsea in PKs. That's courtesy of ESPN Plus. Play of the day. Trying to get fit this summer? Get M-Drive Boost and Burn. You can burn fat, boost energy, supporting healthy testosterone with clinically tested ingredients. And for my listeners, first two weeks of M-Drive Boost and Burn, only $5. Sign up at mdrivedan.com. Paulie has a uh, Lamar Jackson quiz for us. Ready? Yes. Okay, Lamar Jackson was drafted in 2018. There were 23 running backs taken in the 2018 NFL Draft. How many of those running backs have more career rushing yards than Lamar Jackson, who is a quarterback? Zero. One, Nick Chubb. The rest of the running backs taken in that draft, mm. Sony Michelle, Saquon Barkley, Ronald Jones, Rashard Penny, a couple of first-rounders at, at all, mm. have fewer rushing yards than Lamar Jackson. Okay. I told you Saquon Barkley would have less rushing yeah, yards than Lamar Jackson. I know. Yikes. Yeesh. I know. They got new uniforms, though. Yeah, they do. Well, they're only wearing those new old uniforms for two games. Is that right? The blue ones? I had no idea that those were the new throwback uniforms there. Yeah, Paul. And they're wearing them against two very beatable teams, the Bears and the Commanders. Hmm. Okay. What's the poll uh, question we went with, Seton? Uh, we went with the Jimmy Garoppolo poll question, oh. Dan, as we should. All he does is win. All he does is win. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the 49ers won a lot. With Jimmy G or because of Jimmy G? Mm. Right now, 83% say with Jimmy G. Yeah. Not a lot of becausers. Okay. Yeah. I'm all right. Mm. Yeah. The best quarterback, percentage-wise, through the first three quarters. So for uh, here is your quarterback rating. Best passer rating the for quarters one, two, and three since 2000. Anybody want to guess who's number one? Best quarterback through quarters one, two, and three, percentage-wise. Aaron Rodgers, barely. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 
Deshaun Watson's third. Justin Herbert, fourth. Joe Burrow is fifth. So this is the first three quarters because there are quarterbacks who are really good. Quarterbacks, you know, in quarters one, two, and three, it's the fourth quarter and overtime. Jimmy Garoppolo is 11th on the list, one spot behind Dak Prescott. Fourth quarter passer rating since 2000. Fourth quarter and overtime, the top-rated passer since 2000. Passing quarterback, their quarterback rating. Yes, Paul. Russell Wilson. No, Russ is fourth on the list. All right. I got a surprise at the top, and I've uh, got a surprise in the uh, fifth spot. Fourth quarter and overtime, best passer rating, Deshaun Watson. Second, Patrick Mahomes. Third, Josh Allen. Fourth, Russell Wilson Jr., the third. And fifth is a broadcaster. A current broadcaster is fifth. Passer rating, fourth quarter overtime since 2000. Yes, Marv? Tony Romo? Tony Romo, bloop, bloop, bloop. Yes, Paulie? How about this? Uh, fourth quarter passer rating the past 20 years. Tom Brady's 13th. Lamar Jackson's 14th. Gardner Minshew is 15th. <laughs> <laughs> he has a 97 quarterback rating in the fourth quarter in 25 games. I like, I like Gardner Minshew. His stats seem like good quarterback stats. Uh, let's see. Gibbs in Virginia Beach. Hi, Gibbs. What's on your mind? Hey, Dano. Hey, good. Um, I uh, was thinking about y'all's question yesterday, and I ran about uh, how old you have to be to stop trick-or-treating and catching foul balls. And yesterday I ran into Wilbon in Virginia Beach, and he was nice enough to give me his time, and I took a picture with him. And I was thinking and told him that I loved his time on the DP show, of course. And I was thinking, is there an age, a cutoff, when you stop asking celebrities, sports figures to take a picture with you? Well, a picture is different because a picture just validates your story. And, you know, that it's personal to be able to do that. I mean, people of all ages do that. That's different than getting an autograph. But it feels like, hey, I ran into Michael Wilbon. And, uh, oh, here's the picture. And then you go, oh, you did run into Michael. It's almost like it's a verification of I actually did run into him. I uh, uh, I had somebody who ran into, uh, who was the, uh, Sir Ian McKellum? What what was he in? Uh, what show? Was he Gandalf or something like that? Is that right? <laughs> he was in like the X-Men movies, I think, wasn't he? Yeah. But I had somebody say, hey, I ran into him. And I'm like, oh, uh, really? He goes, then he showed me the picture. I go, I'll be damned. That's uh, that's Gandalf or whatever his name is. Yes, Paul. Lord of the Rings, X-Men, Richard III, The Hobbit. But, he, but he, was he Gandalf? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I never saw those movies. All right, one hour in the books, two more to go. Get to more phone calls. Tiger Woods caddy, Joe LaCava, is going to join us as well. We're back after this. 
One more item. Close out hour one. It says it all right there in the title. Simply safe. That's what it is. It's simply safe. Simple because you install it. Safe because, well, it's safe. The importance of good defense at home, a home court advantage, a home field advantage, and simply safe has advanced whole home security that puts you and your home and your family safety first. So many great things. They offer comprehensive protection, not only against intruders and burglars, but also home hazards, flooding and fires. There's 24 24- 7 professional monitoring and the agents at Simply Safe take action the moment a threat is detected, dispatching police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not at home. Also, Simply Safe uses proprietary video verification technology. That means the monitoring agents can visually confirm the threat in order to get higher priority on 911. SimplySafeDan.com. Right now, go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. SimplySafeDan.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.